chakras are like portals between the inner world and the outer world. And so what we do on the inside also transforms our outer world. Hi, I'm Vishen Lakiani, founder of Mind Valley, the school for human transformation. You're listening to the Mind Valley podcast, where we'll be bringing you the greatest teachers and thought leaders on the planet to discuss the world's most powerful ideas and personal growth for mind, body, spirit, and work. Welcome, welcome, and bienvenue. Om Shanti, Namaste, Shalom, all of that. Welcome to this moment, this moment that we have together this incredible moment in the world right now when life is hanging on a balance, when we have so many tools of transformation at our disposal. Welcome to this moment that we are creating together, not something that we learn and say, oh, well, I'll apply that later, I'll apply that next week, I'll apply that next month or tomorrow, but something we can do right here, right now, which is tune in to each other and to this moment that we are sharing, this moment in evolution. So namaste, the divine in me salutes the divine within all of you. So right now in this moment, we have the possibility of transforming ourselves, of using all these amazing tools that Mind Valley presents to transform who we are, to wake up, and in that to transform our world. But how do we know what tools to use? How do we know how to transform? We know we want to do this work of healing our wounds and waking up and figuring out what we're here for and figuring out how to create what we want. All of these tools are kind of confusing. And what we need is a map to guide us on the journey. Well, there's a lot of maps out there, and most of them are very good, but you want to pick the map that's going to take you where you want to go. A map of London is fine, but it won't take you to Paris, and a map of Europe will take you to both London and Paris, so we want to have a map that's going to take us on the distance, and to me, the chakra system is that map. It connects the human it connects you through your inner energy body, through the organs in your energy body, to your worldly existence and all the way up to your divine connection to consciousness, to the stars, to everything above and below, and connects it all on a continuum that happens inside. But it's not just what happens inside, but chakras are like portals between the inner world and the outer world. And so what we do on the inside also transforms our outer world. So this map is like a formula for wholeness. It's like a recipe for cooking up the juiciest, tastiest, most amazing life that you can have. And it is a formula for wholeness in that if you apply this map, to each and every level of the chakras, you have a formula for becoming whole that doesn't leave anything out, doesn't leave out your emotions, it doesn't leave out your body, it doesn't leave out your mind, it doesn't leave out your spirit or your heart or your creativity. It connects them all in a logical order. It's kind of like a cosmic ordering system. 
and it maps onto the body through the nervous system, through nerve ganglia that branch out from the spinal column. It maps onto sacred elements of earth, water, fire, air, sound, light, and consciousness. It maps onto stages of development that we go through in our childhood. It maps onto stages of human history and looks at where we are right now in our evolutionary trajectory of going through what I call moving from the love of power to the power of love. So it's really a profound map for guiding our lives. So let's look at this map. Let's get into it. The central highway of this map goes right up and down the center. So right now, just close your eyes and drop inside yourself and extend your roots down out of the base of the spine. Even imagine them widening the way a tree trunk widens as it comes down to the earth. Press your tailbone, which we know curls under, a little bit toward the back of your seat. And at the same time, you're widening your base and planting your roots down in the earth. Lift your crown up. So you're pushing your roots down and lifting your crown up. And just like pulling two ends of a necklace apart in which there's many jewels on the string, everything begins to come into alignment when we pull the crown up and the roots down. And that center line between the middle of the top of your head where you're lifting up and the middle of your base where you're pushing down all the way into the earth, that central line is your main highway. It's like the throughway that connects all the cities in your country. And I like to think of it as the capital letter I. English is very convenient because we just have this vertical line with a little hat at the top and a foot at the bottom to connect in. So just imagine that I, that self, and whatever language is yours, just say I in the center. Yo, ich, whatever your language. And feel that kind of shimmer at the core. And really own that. That is your central column. And the jewels of the chakras are located in that sacred center. That's why I call my business sacred centers. The sacred centers of the chakras. The fact that wherever we gather is sacred. And sacred can be at the center of everything we do. So the sacred centers are all your chakras. So just own yourself as a sacred being. With a reason for living, a purpose a consciousness living within a body and feel the energy moving up and down between these polarities of heaven and earth. And this is where we begin. And then in this map, you could say there are seven major cities that we go to, the seven jewels of the chakras. And a chakra is an energy center. My definition is it is an organizational center for the receiving of life force energy, for the assimilation of it, like how do you digest what you take in? How are you digesting these words right now? For the storage of energy, like you might store a memory, you might 
be taking notes right now and you're storing what I'm saying in a notebook. And then the expression of life force energy. And all that is about becoming more alive, opening that up. And the chakras are the keys, the seven keys to unlocking the energy body so that we can come to a fuller aliveness in our own being. We can come to our own awakening. So it begins with the earth. Chakra one, base of the spine, the element earth. And this is where we begin. We begin with our roots. The seed goes down into the ground. And as it gets wet, that shell breaks and the roots go down and the stalk comes up. The seed is what the child starts out as, the fertilized egg that then grows. And this is our core. Everything in life has a core. The central channel is the core and we emerge from the seed up into our core. So the first chakra is our foundation, where we begin. And because it's the element earth, it represents everything solid. We want to be solid in who we are. We want to be solid in our prosperity. We want to be solid on the earth plane that represents the body, our home, our finances, our sense of abundance, our connection to the planet. And in this world where so many of us live in apartment buildings and separated from the earth, it's really important to come down to ground. And ground is that place where gravity pulls you down and solidity holds you up. So gravity is always pulling me down to earth. I can let go and relax and I'm not going to float away. But solidity is holding me up. Gravity can pull me down all at once, but I'm not going to fall through the floor. And that place where they meet is the earth plane. Now, the thing about solid matter is that it's mostly energy. If we look at it on an atomic level, we can imagine that the nucleus is like a tomato seed and 100 meters away is the electrons like salt grains and everything's empty space. It's filled with energy. So here's the thing, when we push into matter, when you push one hand into the other, when you push your feet down into the ground, you're pushing into a field of energy that feels solid. But when you push down, because you can't penetrate that, it fills the body up with energy. That's why roots pushing down give the plant the energy to grow up. So right now, wherever you're sitting, just uncross your legs and push your feet into the ground and notice what happens in your legs. Your legs are the roots to the ground. And just notice if they take on more definition, more form, become more alive. And then whether you're sitting in a chair or the floor, we're going to do a very silly little exercise. We're going to bounce up and down on our tailbone and notice what you have to do to bounce up and down. You have to push down in order to rise up. And then when you let go, you go back down. So just do that a little bit. And then just pause and just see if you feel just slightly more alive. This wakes up the base of the spine. It sends pulsations through the cerebral spinal fluid moving up the spine. It wakes up your legs. And it illustrates the very important principle of chakra one. We have to push down to wake up. 
push down to wake up. And the more we push into the earth or you push your hands into the chair or into the desk, if there's a desk in front of you, or you push your hand into somebody else's hand or into a wall, whenever we push against something solid, that energy turns around and comes and fills the body. The two legs are like the two prongs of a plug that plug in to the master plane of the earth and when we plug in, we've got juice coming through us and we can start to receive on all the different channels, just like a television has to plug into the wall to receive on the different channels, where those different channels are the different chakras. So that's how we plug into the earth. And the more grounded we get, I find as I work with clients and students, the more grounded they get, the more their income increases, the more solid they become in their finances, the better they take care of their body and their physical world. And that is that whole earth plane that forms the foundation. If we take care of it, it supports us. In fact, the Sanskrit name of this chakra, Muladhara, means foundation support or root support. One of the things I've realized after conducting well over a thousand interviews with the world's greatest thought leaders in everything from entrepreneurship to spirituality to health and wellness to relationship is that life is enormous and there are so many ways we can make our life better and better in every way, in every single day. If you're successful in just one area of life, you might just suck in another. I've known billionaires whose romantic lives were in shambles. I've known incredibly emotionally intelligent people who just couldn't make money. And that's totally fine. It doesn't matter where you are. Life doesn't have to stay the same forever. You're not cursed or destined to be miserable or unlucky in love or struggling to make ends meet. You were just never thought how to have it all, how to do things differently, how to master the human experience from a mind, body, and soul perspective. This is where Mind Valley membership comes in. When you become a Mind Valley member, you are coached by the greatest teachers in the world. You get to live a life beyond your wildest dreams and learn the best systems, protocols, methods, step by step by step in just 20 minutes a day to get there. You become the man or woman that you've always aspired to be. And this happens in the easiest, most effective way because of the Mind Valley transformational model. Go to mindvalley.com forward slash now. Don't settle for ordinary. Don't settle for your life the way it is now. Aspire to step into your greatness. So with the roots down in the ground, we go to the next chakra, chakra two. And that's the element water. And chakra two is in your abdomen, your hips, your low back, your sexual organs. It represents the element water, which is always moving and flowing. So we want to open our second chakra to come into that flow. We want to be in the flow of life. We want to let that flow move us. And even when we say, oh, I'm really moved by that, that means we felt something. So second chakra is related to emotions, to sensation, to pleasure. You want to have a great life. You want to have pleasure in your life. And pleasure has been so misrepresented by so many different cultures and their beliefs that when we don't have pleasure, we become more violent. We become more aggressive. We become more unhappy. So second chakra wants to open to feeling and to pleasure and to sensing 
And when we really open up to our sensations, we have a guide for how to move through our life. It's a level of consciousness that's actually very important underneath the cognitive, logical awareness, that level of emotional movement, sensation, that desire for pleasure is actually moving us along our path. But many of us have emotional wounds. We have emotional wounds from our childhood. We live in a culture that's told us don't feel anything, or if you do, don't show your feelings. And so we lock them up. And when we lock up the emotions, because the word actually means to move out, e meaning out and mover to move. When we lock up our emotions, the energy inside us doesn't move as much. And it doesn't move up and down the core, and it doesn't move out into our lives. And we have to actually constrict tissue in the body, muscular contraction, in order to hold all those emotions in. And then after a while, you get pain, and you feel stuck, and you get pain in your low back and your hips, and things are just not flowing very well. So in the second chakra, we want to get things moving. And how do you do that? When you feel something, know that that's energy moving in you. Welcome the feeling. Ask what it wants to do and find how you can move it out your arms, out your mouth. What can you write on a paper? What can you say into the air? Maybe you need to scream and shout. Maybe you need to pound your legs into the ground. These are all ways to move that emotion through. And the more you move it through, the more new energy comes in. And that new energy can fill you with a kind of aliveness that is pleasurable rather than painful. So we want to move the blocks and the emotions to move toward greater pleasure, fullness, sensation, sensitivity, and awareness on that sensate level. And that gets the water flowing. We water the roots in the ground and then they grow. So now we come up to the third chakra, solar plexus, and this is the element fire. And you can think of earth and water. Earth is solid, like a thing, my hands. Water is movement. And when I move my hands together, it creates heat. That friction creates heat and fire. And this is where we come really more fully into the energy body. It's called the power chakra. And the more energy we have and can actually conduct that energy effectively, the more power we have, the more power we have in life. And when we live in the center of our column of energy, that central highway of the map, then we are in charge. We are in the center of our charge, our life force. I call life force charge, consciousness having a really genuine experience. And so a way that charge feels is you can just put your hands out, one hand up and one hand down, and open and close your hands rapidly, all the way open, all the way closed, and turn them over and do it again, all the way open, all the way closed. And then take your hands apart and slowly bring them toward each other. And when they're, you know, a few partial meter or a few inches apart, you might feel a tingling between your hands. Well, that's the life force energy. So the third chakra is very complicated. 
it's very complex because there's so many things we can do. And we want to be able to take that charge that arises for the purpose of action and actually be able to take it into action, being able to do what our charge arises to do and to do it effectively. But when that gets blocked and we can't do what we want to do or we're afraid to do it or we're afraid we'll get criticized or we'll make a mistake and we hold back and we don't trust our impulses, then what we do is we actually lock down on the life force itself and things get very stuck in the third chakra. And when they get stuck, it can go one of two ways. It can go to what I call an excessive chakra, which is you've got a lot of energy to do something, but you don't know what to do with it. And so it feels like anxiety. It feels like, oh, I don't know what to do. Everything's all tight inside, and I've, I've got all this energy in my body, and I can't spend it. And it gets locked up, and we feel anxious. The other way that it can go when that action is blocked is it gets so tamped down in the body that we go into depression, and we don't have enough energy. And actually, depression, there is energy there. It's just that it's pressed down, depression, pushed down. It's not available to us. It's frozen, like a frozen bank account where we can't take any money out. Well, it's a frozen energy account, and we can't access our energy. So by actually opening up the sense of purpose and how what you want to do can be in line with your higher purpose, you have a place to send that energy. And when it gets flowing, just like we talked about in the second chakra, then the anxiety has a place to calm down because it's discharging the energy, or the depression starts to lift because things are moving. And these are ways that we consolidate our power, our will, our effectiveness, and really our fire, our get up and go, our vitality, our energy. So we want to increase that energy and we want to be able to use it effectively in the center of our charge, staying in charge. So knowing our power, owning our will, and the complexity of having intention that begins in consciousness, like I have an intention to write a book. I have an intention to be at this place at this time. And intention comes down, it hits the energy being generated by matter and movement, comes up, they meet in third chakra, and they come forward as well. So we move our blocks to being able to have an effective, powerful will and come into our ownership of our power and the effective and balanced wielding of that power without having power over other people, but power within ourselves. Manipura chakra, the fire chakra. So this comprises the lower part of the map. This is the practical journey. Our finances, our emotions, how we take care of ourselves, what we do. Then we come into the heart chakra. The heart is the element air, so it's soft. It's the center chakra in a system of seven. So it's the integration of above and below, the balance point of mind and body, heaven and earth, spirit and matter, me and you, inside and outside, activity and rest, masculine, feminine. It is the integrator of all of those aspects of our being. 
It brings us into a wholeness. It brings the upper chakras down, the lower chakras up. It connects it all because the heart is the great connector through that cosmic glue of love. So we want to open our heart chakras to be able to express love, to be able to receive love, to have a healthy self-love. And this is a place where we're so wounded. So many of us, we didn't get the love we needed or deserved. We've had our hearts broken by a lover at some point, or we've lost someone we love. And we're afraid to open up that heart. Most of the questions I get when I teach are, have to do with the wounding of the heart and how to heal that and how to open that. And the element air gives us a clue that one way to do it is through the breath. Another way is to take those emotions that begin in the second chakra, move them up and out and move into and through our grief and out the other side. It is also about trusting ourselves and realizing that the heart, when it is in the center and it's balanced, it radiates love. It's not about love for an object. I love you and I don't love you. It's just about feeling that love as a radiating presence for everything around you, regardless of what it does or how it shows up, that there is an unconditional love for yourself and we can hold that for what is around us. And that doesn't mean that we you know, don't have choices and discernment and things like that. That's also an important part of the heart. But this element air, air goes everywhere. And it's evenly distributed. Right now through the room you're sitting in, it's evenly distributed. And just like we are enveloped in a field of air that is invisible, we are enveloped in a field of divine love that we can't always see, but we can tune into and we can open our hearts to it and kind of download it into our hearts, connecting with it. So the heart chakra asks that we soften. So right now, soften your body, soften your skin, especially soften your face, soften your chest, Soften your hands, your legs. Soften your stance. If you take a hard line with someone, what happens if you just soften that a little? Become a little more forgiving, a little more accepting, a little more compassionate, a little more generous. These are all aspects of the heart. And when we employ those aspects, Acceptance, generosity, compassion, love, forgiveness, peace, then the heart begins to resonate and awaken. And that is the center of the chakra system. So it's the great integrator, which is why when our heart gets hurt, we disintegrate, we fall apart. And then heaven and earth aren't connected, mind and body aren't connected, you and me aren't connected, and the heart wants to be connected. It's its natural desire. So that's the element air. And when it's in balance, it brings us to a centered peace, an openness, a spaciousness. And from here, then we take the next step up into the throat chakra, 
vishuddha, which means purification. And so here in this bottleneck of the chakra system, the narrowest part of the body from the base to the crown, all the energy gets constricted in the throat so that it can be sorted out and then come up into higher consciousness. So we go through a gate of purification here. And that can mean purifying our body of substances, purifying our diet, purifying our lives of toxic people and toxic situations. And as we do, things become more coherent. This is the element sound. This is related to our self-expression, our creativity, our ability to communicate, to hear and listen, which is the majority of good communication, and the ability to speak our truth clearly, compassionately, effectively, and to open up in that our creativity, our self-expression in whatever creative form, whether it's music or dancing or writing or painting or playing, just being creative in your life. So we want to open that up. So sound is a vibration. It's an oscillation back and forth. And we can think of the energy oscillating in the body, and we can think of it this way, that in the earth chakra, it's very coarse. It's like a dirt road with lots of rocks and bumps. You know, it's very coarse, it's going back and forth. And then we get a little smoother as we go on the water and we go to the polarities of second chakra and we're going back and forth and back and forth. And then when we come into the third chakra, we concentrate that a little bit and we turn it into action. In the fourth chakra, we refine those vibrations even more with the breath with the softness of love, we settle down, we become a little more still, a little more peaceful. And then we're ready to go through the purification channel of the throat, which takes that vibration even finer and finer and brings those vibrations into resonance, into harmony. And the goal here is to live in harmony in your life, in harmony with the people you interact with, your family, your loved ones, your friends, your workplace, in harmony with the environment. We want a civilization that is living in harmony rather than in strife and violence. And we want to tune in to powerful truths, spiritual truths, truths of the great teachings, truths that we feel inside and resonate with. And when we tune into that truth, we tune into our core vibration. It becomes more coherent. Our words become more coherent. Our lives become more coherent. We feel more in sync with everything around us. And our creativity opens up. So these are the jewels of the sound chakra, Vishuddha, the throat chakra, hearing, listening, communicating, creating and resonating. When we have that resonance, we have joy because something expands when we resonate. And when a whole group resonates together with the song that the band plays that everybody knows, you know, the whole crowd goes into applause and a cheer, even though they've heard that sound, there's something that happens when you get a lot of people resonating together. Okay, coming up into chakra six the third eye center, the center of seeing, the element light. Its name Ajna means to command. 
because the pictures we hold in our mind command our reality. They're like a stained glass window that the light of consciousness shines through. And as it shines through the pictures in our mind, what lands down here on the earth plane tends to be a lot of what we're thinking up here. This is the beginning of it. Now, why isn't it that if I just think, oh, everybody's going to give me a million dollars at the end of this call, it doesn't happen? Well, there's other realities on the way down. So if something's in the way from those light rays, then we don't get a pure manifestation. But if we clear out the blocks in the chakras, we get better and better at being able to visualize something and bring it down into manifestation, knowing how to speak about what we see, how to bring it into our relationship, how to take action, move things, and manifest our vision. So the sixth chakra is about opening the vision, a vision for your life. It's opening your intuition, which is a profound guide to, do I go here or do I go there? Is this a good job to take? Is this a good relationship to be in? Is this a good place to move to? All these decisions that we make guided by our intuition. It is the ability to see, have insight, to see inside, and to open your imagination. What is vision without imagination? We want to open our imagination wide to really jump out of the box and think things that never were and be able to bring them into existence. We want to live an imaginative life. I like the Alice in Wonderland who says, I'm going to think of six impossible things before breakfast just to open up the imagination. And imagination comes from the eye in the center and the word mage, which is magician. So imagination is a magical act of beginning to visualize as setting the blueprint for the life we want to create. And from there, we go up into the final chakra, the crown chakra. Sahasrara, the thousand-petaled lotus blossoming out of the crown. And this is the center of consciousness itself. Consciousness is this thing that we all possess or that we all are, but we take it for granted. Like they say, fish don't know they're in water. Well, we hardly know we're swimming in a field of consciousness until we step back and look at consciousness itself. And in the chakra system, we find that consciousness is operating all the chakras. Consciousness is what enables us to see. Consciousness is what enables us to speak and to hear and to turn what we hear into information. It's consciousness that allows us to fall in love. It's consciousness that knows what to do in the third chakra. It's consciousness that is able to notice that we're feeling this or we're feeling that. It's consciousness that is the driver of the vehicle of the body. And I say the consciousness is the driver, the body's the vehicle, the chakras are the map. But here in seventh chakra, consciousness is just looking at consciousness itself. The main activity here is meditation, emptying out, expanding your consciousness. And as you do, things again become more coherent, more clear, more spacious more centered, more calm. And a great image you can have here 
for your crown chakras to visualize that thousand-petaled lotus blossoming out of the top of your head and continually opening, not just a still lotus, but one that just keeps on unfolding and unfolding and unfolding. But your consciousness, the center of your consciousness, is right in the very center of the lotus. So if you picture that right now, imagine the petals of the lotus represent the reality that's unfolding around you, in front of you, behind you, to the left, to the right, in your immediate environment. It's unfolding out on the street, unfolding out in the world. But you remain in the exact center. And from that center, you see, you know, you hear, you feel. And that lotus, like all flowers, receives the sunlight. And so the crown chakra receives grace, intelligence, guidance. Just like a flower receives the sunlight, it just opens, it opens wide and it soaks it in. And that begins the downward current of manifestation. The connection with guidance, bringing in a vision, bringing in what we want to say in the world, bringing in the right relationships and opening the heart, empowering us to do what we need to do to wake up and change this world, filling our body with sensation and grounding all the way down into our roots, which is the home of manifestation where things come together and manifest on the physical plane. So in this way, the chakras are a map for our liberation as we move up from the root to the crown, liberating ourselves from our stuck places, our unconscious places, our wounds, our habits, our addictions, liberating ourselves from that, coming into our highest consciousness, and then manifesting that consciousness on each one of these planes and bringing it into the world where we can make a difference in the world. And that is the map. And this is the Mind Valley Podcast. If you like the Mind Valley Podcast, take the next step. Become a Mind Valley member. Imagine being coached daily by the greatest teachers on the planet. How quickly would you transform your health, your mindset, your body? your relationships? How quickly would you double the size of your company? How quickly would you see your career grow? How quickly would you eliminate any limiting belief that's holding you back and manifest a life that you once thought beyond your dreams? When you become a member, you don't just get access to the greatest education in the world. You become part of a community of 150,000 of the most incredible people dedicated to personal growth. Go to mindvalley.com forward slash now to get started.